Welcome to Love Talk and Slow James with your girl Amoris and I. I have a special, 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 special guest on today, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Um, I just want, when she tells you where to find her, I want you to go actually support her. She's very dope in the podcast community, and she's dope outside of the podcast community. She shows nothing but love, and once again, she's a a black female, duh. <laughs> no shade, no shade. But no, seriously, she's very dope. She's very humble. And I just want y'all to show her as much love as y'all show me. And the floor is yours, little mama. Thank you. It's your girl, Natural Doll Baby, from the Vibes and Slow Jams podcast. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Vibes and Slow Jams, on Twitter at VSJ, the podcast. Uh, don't have a Snapchat for the podcast. Don't think I'm going to have one. But those are all the handles for the podcast. The podcast is um, it is available just about on every platform except for SoundCloud. Um, and yes, <laughs> I am so happy to be a part of Love Talking Slow Jams with Amora. Um, this is my very first time being a guest, so it's a, truly an honor to be a guest on her podcast. And I hope y'all enjoy this this um episode yes and i just want to say thank you and i'm so excited you know for you to be on here once again like you know even when we did your podcast like it was just lit you know we vibed out and we talked and you know that's not easy for people to that don't know each other you know from a can of paint to just vibe out on some you know natural topics as if we known each other all our lives you know what i mean right no so, that that's yeah. <laughs> no that was a good experience it was a really good experience um with this podcast guys i know y'all probably are so tired of hearing me say it but i just want to thank you guys y'all know my routine thank you guys without you it would not be possible i just want to say it we're ending the year strong and on this episode we're basically going to be talking about 2018 what we did in 2018 what did we accomplish what else did we take what do we hope to gain in the 2019 year? You know, a lot of times people go on social media right before the new year and say, this is my year coming up. No, stop with that mentality. I just want everyone to start with the mentality of, oh, this is my year. Because every year should be your year. Every year you should grow. It shouldn't be a year where you're so stagnant and so to a point where you feel like you didn't accomplish anything because in our everyday lives, we accomplish something. And I just need y'all to understand that the new year only, only is used to give you a new foundation to continue your growth in your process. So with that being said, Lil Mama, what is some of the things that you accomplished in 2018? In 2018, um, I accomplished... Um going back to school, which was like a, a huge milestone for me because I always put it off or something crazy always happened to where I couldn't finish or something. So my goal for my birthday last year was to enroll in school, which I did. Woo! <laughs> um, I was like, you know, I can't, I can't keep saying I'm going to do it. I have to actually do it. Um, that was that was like a good thing and then seeing my grades just that was a huge thing that I wanted and then on then that milestone on top of launching my podcast was was like two of the biggest things ever in 2018 because me I never thought that I would be on a platform or a huge platform at all so those two things were like amazing for me yeah no that's dope and i'm just that's exciting especially the going back to school part because a lot of people will put that off put it off and put it off and the fact that you actually took that step to actually go back to school without letting anything hinder you that's amazing so congratulations and keep it up thank you so much you are so welcome one of the things that i will say that i accomplished in 2018 was I'll say the launch of the podcast, um, that, and I said it many times before, the podcast was not only to help me, but to help others. Mm -hmm. And in the process of helping others, I never realized how much healing I needed from certain situations 
until it was brought to the forefront and I was able to actually talk about it. Right. So with that, it helped me, you know, release a lot of the hurt, um, the anger, the like different things that I was just feeling that I've never expressed to even people that were close to me. You know, I never really sat down and really talked about my relationship. You know, I've always been like one of them girls that's like, fuck that nigga, I don't care, move on. <laughs> you know, and with the podcast, I actually got a chance to be like, you know what? I went through this. I had to deal with this. I, I dealt with that and I overcame that. And you know, it was it was a very, very good therapy session for me. So that is one <laughs> of the things that I did. I also this year has been crazy for me. And that's why I can't I couldn't produce how I wanted to produce. I literally moved to two different fucking states in less than a year. Um, I made a big, I opened up an online boutique. Um, yes. Thank you, mama. And I'm, you know, trying to get that off the ground. And that is, um, you know, a process within itself. Y'all can check that out at www.amorousclosetclosetspelledwithak.com. Um, once this line is sold out, we will be producing new stuff. Nothing will be returning to the site. Um, but those were, I would say, was my biggest accomplishments. I also did register for real estate classes, which I am in real estate classes, which gives me a headache every day. But outside <laughs> of that, so those are my <laughs> Thank you, baby. So those are the three main things that I truly accomplished and it has been a journey. It's been times where I wanted to give up. It's been times I'm sitting here crying. And all in all, I have a week left in 2018. And I can say that I'm very proud of myself. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of everybody around me that is actually taking the steps to accomplish their goals and accomplish their dreams because it can be hard. And I just want to say, don't give up. Don't give up. Right. At all. Well, thank you so much. And yes, I, I am truly excited for all of your accomplishments. Like, I can't wait to see you blossom in all of your, whatever it is you want to do. You know, I really, truly hope you blossom to this beautiful concrete rose. Because every, I believe everybody's journey, you know, I learned a lot through this year. And I really, truly, I just wish everybody, you know, the best, honestly. But yeah. truly. You know, listening to your journey on your podcast, I really, really wish you nothing but success. Dude. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. No, really, it, you know, and it, it takes a toll because it, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. Like, for everybody that's listening and, you know, it's hard. It's so hard. And when I say hard, and I'm not exaggerating because I know I'm dramatic as hell, but mm -hmm. literally... It's hard when, and I literally had this conversation with my best friend, and I had told her, and I said, you know, I try to stay strong, and I try to say, you know, people always say, oh, it's just a season, and it's like, well, how long do seasons last? You know what I mean? And yes. that's the part that makes a person want to give up, because when you feel like you're in a everlasting season, and you're not moving forward, but what I did have to take time to realize is, I've accomplished so much on this earth, and in this time span of me being alive, that I'm truly blessed. You know, I'm blessed in, in way more aspects than just having my name being known or having, you know, money that I don't even know what the hell to do with. You know, other aspects, because that's where people get it confused and they're like, oh, well, they feel like blessings come from money. And that's not true. Blessings don't always just come from money it comes from the spiritual the spirituality of it all and to say well damn like i really did this like i wrote this down a year ago and look i accomplished this Hello. yes so you know i just i wish everybody much success and if you listen to her podcast you listen to mine or whoever else a part of the podcast family that you listen to i hope that you listen to our stories and you listen to the people that come on and share their stories and just understand that it's okay to tap into your emotions. It's okay to walk away from situations. It's okay to say, it's okay to humiliate yourself and say, but I'm happy with who I am. Yes. You know, so moving on, what are some of the things that 
you feel like you lost in 2018, whether it be friends, relationships, like money or anything? What do you feel like you lost the most in 2018? Uh, 2018. Oh, I, I lost. It was, it was a, oh, was it a humbling year for me? <laughs> I will say that it it was it was definitely a humbling year and a, a learning year for me. Um, in two thousand eight, this year I've lost not only friends, but I've lost you know a eight year relationship. I've lost <laughs> I've lost a, an apartment, hella credit cards after retail therapy. Right. So it was, but the biggest one, and I don't consider the the relationship a loss even though it was like such a huge time but it's like I prepared myself for it already mm-hmm. like going through the motions when you're living with somebody you can see how they change from day in and day out yeah. you can see that and I feel like that was my loss like losing a person that I thought I was going to have can put a put a toll on you but more so the the aftermath is what got to me. It wasn't more so like, okay, the relationship was already dead and gone. I already didn't accept that fact. But the aftermath is just like sitting there and processing like everything. So that, and then the death of my grandfather, I feel like after the relationship is when I actually like had my grieving moment. Like, I think that's what caused me to take a break from the podcast also. Cause it was just like, crumbling to where I didn't I didn't really grieve after my grandfather passed I was just like going through it and then after the breakup it was just like okay boom 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 like this is when you're gonna start feeling everything yeah so those times actually did make me humble it made me realize like you're not you're not perfect and you gotta let you gotta let people know that you can't just hold things in and then I just, I just started praying. I started going to therapy more, you know, stuff that I thought I lost in myself. I started actually gaining myself. So also in 2018, I started gaining myself at the end of it. Like I started just realizing what it is that I want from myself, not even in a relationship. Like, am I, then it made me question, like, am I a good friend? Or what is some quality that I want moving in 2019? Who do I want in my life? You know, who's, who's going to hold value. So those are the things that I lost more so like monetary things, but I will say it was a, it was definitely a trying year in 2018 and I'm praying that 2019 is just a blessing more so. And it will be, um, your energy one is impeccable. Um, (laughs) you know, and you go through things to find yourself, you know, and, and when I say that, it goes on to say, like, people, the way you find yourself, God will put you in the most difficult situations that you don't feel like you can get out of, and a lot of times we take it as we're being punished, or what did I do to deserve this, why is this happening to me, you know, and really, it was just to bring you closer to who you are as a woman, you know, and from the short time that I've known you, like, whatever you went through, every, from relationship and everything else, literally, it made you a person where you're, you're confident. I don't, I would never see that you were broken. I would never see that, you know, that you were going through these things. You showed us that you were confident in everything that you were going through. And for my listeners, that's just one of the things that I, I have to make very clear to you guys. That meme that goes around, check on your strong friend. No, that's the truth. Check on your friends. Check on them. Let them know that you care. You don't got to talk to a person every day, but just check on them. Hey, how are you? Are you good? Are you, are you, how's your mental health right now? Um, I feel like in 2018, suicidal rate has peaked its highest. Um, it used to be in, I want to say teens starting from 13. And now I see it amongst even adults now that can't handle everything. And in life, we tend to take on a lot of burdens. And one thing that you just said, you know, 
making it like you're perfect and you're not. And, you know, we have to accept people for who they are or just don't be around them. But everybody's not perfect. And we, we got to stop pretending like we're perfect and that we have everything under control because that's not the case. That's not the situation. And we all... We're human. We're we're built on emotions, and some people are way more emotional than other people. But just check on your friends, man. That's one of the most valuable things. That if you don't learn anything else from me today, you learn that check on your friends, even through an argument. Because at the end of the day, I feel like two people disagree and argue when something is really wrong because two friends can have an argument but when it comes to oh f you and this that and the third something it's an underlying issue and you know you should just try to figure it out so but yeah. you got it 2019 babe you got it it's all all the seeds you are planting will lead you to nothing but greatness and that is you know we're going to speak that into existence mm -hmm. So, but I think for me in 2018, oh God, <laughs> what did I lose in 2018? Oh man, 2018 has seemed to go, went by so fast. I think the most valuable thing I lost in 2018 was time. I think I lost a lot of time doing a lot of things that were not beneficial to me. Um... I wasted a lot of time playing around. I also, damn, I can relate to you on an apartment thing, but you know what? I'll say this. I I gained a friend and lost a friend all in a span of a year. And it wasn't, and I won't even put it on her and I won't speak ill. Y'all know I don't talk about people in my podcast. Um, but I will say this. I had to learn that I had to learn a difference and it wasn't that I didn't know the difference, but I had to learn that sometimes even when you you're having fun, some fun can be too much fun. And me and this yeah. female, we had too much fun. And when I say we had too much fun, we weren't friends that talked about under the surface thing. We didn't go deep into conversations. We were on the surface and we just, I mean, I guess we just were party friends. We wanted to have game night. We wanted to turn up. Our friendship was based on a turn up. And I told y'all this in the previous podcast. Learn the difference between friends who know your friends' places. That's it. If mm -hmm. you got a turn up friend, that might not be able to be your roommate type friend. Um, I was going through something with a guy that is in my life. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going through something where I was starting to feel suffocated. I'll say this. And with me starting to feel suffocated, I started feeling like I was going crazy. So I decided to make a drastic move and say, I'm moving to New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I'm leaving. And, you know, I got family up there, so it wasn't like anything. So I got an apartment. My homegirl was like, no, let's do it together. Let's so I'm like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. That was like one of the probably the biggest mistakes of my life. Um oh, wow. because it she wasn't mature enough to be around me. And I'm one of them people who I like to have fun, but I'm also, as y'all know me from podcasts, social media, all that. Like I can turn up, I can have a good time. But when it comes down to real live shit, I'm with the real live shit. Like I'm right. really with, I'm really with what's going on in today's society. I'm really with changed in America like I'm really with these things so at the end of the day she's she wasn't on that level yet so I won't even say that but I also realized like we don't have a friendship like you're not like this is nothing that we can rekindle um I think that I spoke on this on the podcast previously where I said I would never do roommates um mm -hmm. and you know and I think that was one of the things that I lost because I felt like damn I just invested Literally, I invested so much money into that apartment when I, like, my bed set was over $2,000, like, and I had to give all that shit away because literally, we got into it and dead ass serious, three weeks later, I was moving my shit because I'm like, oh, girl, we ain't even going, we can't even coexist at this point in time in life, but instead of me reverting back to the old Ashley, uh, you know, but I also feel like I lost a part of myself, not with that situation, but just in 2018 period, I feel like I lost the remaining part of me that was a piece of my past. I feel like 
anything that was that can resonate with my past has been lost and I found a new light for myself. I found that I'm not okay with certain situations and it's okay for me not to be okay with certain situations. It's okay for me to say, hey, I don't like this. It's okay for me to say, well, I'm not going to work here because I don't like your attitude. You know, so I just feel like I lost that part of myself where I wouldn't speak up and I put up with different things in the workplace. So I put up with different things and that, and I just realized that I have to learn. It's about me at this point. It's about what I like, what makes me happy and stop second guessing myself, you know? Cause I realized like even with losing the old me, the old me was second guessed every single thing. And this newfound me, which I found within the past month and a half is like, no, you're not going to second guess yourself. You like that. That's what you want to do then. Why are you worried about you're not hurting anybody out here? You're not causing havoc. Do what you like. Right. So I would say, you know, 2018 has been, it's been crazy. <laughs> and I, it's been like exciting, but it's been crazy. And it's been like, okay, 2019, like, oh, come on, baby. What do you have in store for me? And I'll just say in 2019, all I ask for is good health. Um, and for everything that I have my hand in with all my different projects to prosper. And, you know, and just that everybody around me finds happiness within themselves and not look for it from someone else, to be honest. Yes. So, yeah. But what's up? What you got <laughs> the holiday like what's going on do you have a new boo in your life are you like for booze what's going on <laughs> she went to the jugular <laughs> <laughs> um okay so uh the holidays the holidays are kind of tricky for me i can be up and down um depending because of me losing my mom eight years ago yeah so, Christmas was always the the one day I could count on seeing her because, um, as I said in my podcast, my mom was was on drugs yeah. uh, throughout the, throughout my life. Mm-hmm. So through I was used to not seeing her like off and on, but Christmas was always that one day that I knew I could count on seeing her through the whole. So I can be up and down, and I could be more so clingy to if I'm really like feeling a person or if I just want to be around people in general. Yeah. So that's how I am. But these past few two years by me living in an apartment with my ex, I haven't, I'm more so like was like standoffish a little bit because I was going through so much with that. So this year is going to be actually good for me, you know, just being around family and, you know, feeling that love again even though she's not here. Um, I can say I am, I am talking to someone. We're taking it slow. Um, you know, it, it was kind of awkward <laughs> a little bit. It still is for me a little bit because being with someone for eight years, I haven't like, even though we broke up off and on. So the last person I talked to before, like in our breakup was six years ago. So it's still fresh to know like, what I want to do, you know, in the process, I'm learning myself and also learning another person. So that can be kind of difficult a little bit, but we're taking things slow and I'm liking the way I'm liking where it's going. So hopefully, hopefully I don't have to cut nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, don't let her have to cut you. That is funny. Yeah, I can relate to that. Um, I don't know. The holidays to me, I lost my grandma years ago, and that was really like my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since then, birthdays, Christmas, nothing has ever really been the same. Right. Um, and I just, I don't know. And, I, and I'm trying to gain back. I guess also what I can say is I'm trying to gain back that the family 
experience of it all. I don't have, like, my sisters, they have kids and they're men, you know, and stuff like that. And I'm obviously million, millions of miles away. I'm in California, so I'm by myself pretty much. I got friends out here. But even with that, it's like still not. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I feel like, okay, you're grown now. Christmas doesn't really. And it's sad to say, like, because, you know, I wasn't, I didn't grow up like that. I grew up like with my grandma, living with her. Mm-hmm opening gifts first thing in the morning and watching her sip her champagne and stuff at like you get what I'm saying and like so to not be around that setting and not have you know just not to you know it's so it's just kind of like weird but like this Christmas I said um, I have a cousin that's out here so I was like oh we can do dinner in the movies and you know some chill stuff or whatever but like the holidays don't be girl i'll be just like okay can we hurry and get it over with because i know <laughs> here, here comes the post and i'm like oh god yes it's oh the post always it's so overbearing mm. the posts are like so overbearing i'm just like okay and i'm like i don't know and then like <laughs> like everybody like mostly around me now like my best friend she's muslim she doesn't celebrate christmas Mm -hmm. so you know she's already you know she grew up like that and the guy i deal with he's like i don't know girl that's a whole nother damn story (laughs) that's a whole nother story because you know what let me just stop saying the guy that i deal with like because i don't have let me just say this i don't me personally in my mind i don't have a boyfriend okay so let me just stop saying that before people get the wrong idea like (laughs) (laughs) he would be pissed if he heard that but like seriously no (laughs) and that's like for a whole nother podcast but you know i don't know the holidays it's it's cool i'm you know i just really want to watch movies and eat a whole lot of yes and Okay, so the guy I deal with to say what you're saying, I don't know, like, we are, I mean, we're learning each other, so I will say the guy, yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, it's, it's weird, it's not weird, but, you know, this is like the first time I've openly said it, because I haven't said it on my podcast, and no, like, <laughs> <laughs> when I was dating my ex, I was, I never even knew this guy at all, it's just what happened. I met him literally as I was moving my stuff out the apartment. He came to help me. So, oh wow, okay. That came about. So we just started like talking and that. But it's it's funny that you said the the whole watching movies thing because he loves Christmas movies and I've never had somebody like this love Christmas movies like I do. So, <laughs> oh, that's cute though. <laughs> I was like caught off guard. I was like, "You like Christmas movies?" And like that's that's like literally, he'll he'll play video games too, but we literally just watch Christmas movies or like. No, that's cute though. That's really exciting. I um I asked my sister, "What is it that she wanted for 2019?" And she said, "A healthy marriage." So. Mm-hmm. Um, her and my brother-in-law, they. They were already engaged. Um, and I didn't talk about this previously on a podcast, but this is ending the year, so I'll mention it. Um, my brother-in-law was diagnosed with cancer um, a couple of months ago. So it's been really hard, um, you know, just, just the, non, the not knowing. I lost my grandmother to cancer, which broke my heart. Like, I'm, I literally just started being able to cope with it maybe two years ago right um so just the unknowing you never know with cancer it's a battle it's up and down it's a roller coaster but the fact is you know she they were already engaged and that is the person that she wants to marry that's the person who she has her kid her child by you know and i just pray and i hope um you know that that is something that can happen for her in the 2019 year um, for them both. I pray, you know, him want good health and, you know, them a happy and healthy marriage. So I've been hearing a lot of people say what they wanted for the new year. And a lot of you guys, like, seriously, y'all want such excellent things that 
I don't see the universe and God not putting their heads together and just making it happen for you all. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's weird how life is. It's weird how the smallest things in life can be so big to someone else, you know? Um, to me, I don't know. Do you want to get married? Did I ask you that on your podcast? Uh, yeah, you, I I do want to get married. I do. You do? Um, but because we did, we talked about like how long we wait. Will we wait? Yes, we did. We did talk about that. How long we will wait? I think we'll <laughs> I think both gave it like, okay, nigga, you got like three years or not even, and nigga, you gotta know something. Yes, I'm like, my, I'm, I'm going to be 25 on my upcoming birthday. So my goal, yes, my goal is to be married before 30. (laughs) So, um, that, I do want to get married, but I want it, I know it's like no quote unquote perfect way, but. I want it to where is it, it, it like the perfect person for me, you know? Right. You want I your want, match. Yeah. So I want it to be, I know we're going to have our days, like we're going to go through things, but I want a per. I want that person to, I want them to be a God fearing man, of course. Yes. You know, I want them to do the old traditional way. Ask my dad for my hand. Mm-hmm. So get along. You know, I, I've always envisioned to have a husband who just, you know, is very family oriented, you know, on both sides, you know, can come around mine and vice versa. And we just have a blast. You know, I don't want no family animosity. I don't want to get married and have to have plastic silverware. Right. <laughs> family don't get along with mine. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't want none of that. But I do think I want to. I do want to, you know, go in it. I want my first marriage to be my only marriage. Yeah. Yeah. You scared me a little bit when you said I want my first marriage. I was like, hold on, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I want that to be my only one. So I definitely have to, you know, proceed with caution. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, for real. I, mm, girl, yes. No, seriously. So, yeah. I don't. But I said my first one because my ex, after we broke up, he tried to propose to me, and I I couldn't accept that because so much turmoil in that relationship, and I me accepting a ring, it just be that accepting a ring, it wouldn't be. Yeah, and no, and everybody deserves. I'll say this: everybody deserves to have that person, that special person in their life. You know what I mean? And everybody deserves to, you know, feel feel wanted, feel loved, feel cherished, feel and that goes for both men and women. Men want to feel the same way that a woman wants to feel, you know, and I think in our generation, we made it so hard for men to express themselves because Mm -hmm. it it turned into them being thirsty. Them doing too much or them being corny or and i like cute stuff and i'm very like don't ask me i told you this don't ask me to no ice bar (laughs) don't ask me to all that dumb stuff like i want to do things that i want to do like take me to a fucking jazz show or something you know like so i think you know and the only reason i even brought the marriage talk back up is because i just resonated with what she said and she said oh i want a happy healthy marriage and i'm like okay you know, and I want that for everybody who wants that. I don't know. I I, I think I got to the point now where I don't know if I want to get married, but <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a companionship. Right. But and yeah, I was I was looking at the red table talk with uh Will and Jada theirs, and but they they said a lot of things that like sparked me. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, you know, because Jada was like, she didn't want to be married because in society they have these like bylaws, you know, the wife does this and this is what she, it was like she felt restricted mm-hmm. or, you know, she got to live up to this standard as a wife. Yeah. And I'm like, I can, I can, I can feel that, you know, as a wife, you know, everybody has their quote unquote perfect wife. A wife is supposed to be this or a wife is supposed to be that. So I get what she was saying. But at the end of the day, 
I realized I want a bond that speaks for itself. Yeah. I want to create, I want to create a bond with a man that no matter where we are, we know what we are to each other and our bond speaks more for ourselves. Yeah, no, of course. And I think, and this is the first time I'm saying this, so you're special. <laughs> the, and this is, a, this is just for everybody who listens on the podcast. Don't go spreading this around. <laughs> um, I literally feel as though my, and I don't want to put it back on him because I forgave him. That's, mm-hmm. my, that's my dog. That's my homie. Like we've been right. through hell and back. I will never, I don't have, I don't hold any resentment or anything towards him. Mm-hmm. Only thing I wish is that we never crossed them lines and we were only friends. Um, right. Because I did watch the table talk too. And with the table talk, I personally loved when he said, I won't take nobody yelling and all that cursing. Yeah. If we got a curse and Gail, I don't want to be with you. I'm sorry. Like that's mm-hmm. a deal breaker for me. Like I, I got a lot of deal breakers. So whoever gets me, Oh, they lucky <laughs> for real. And I'm not, and I'm not settling. So it's like, you either go, you going to even do a bad by what I say or not. It's like, no, I don't compromise, but I'm not compromising my deal breakers. That's it. I'm not right. that. But I think more so, I'm more so scared of the fact that I was in this relationship with this guy and I knew deep down, like, we're not getting married. We were kids, but like, you know what I mean? But I also gave you a lot of my years, a lot of my youth. And I think that that kind of scarred me and I turned into this like, oh, hell no, I don't do this relationship title shit. But Mm -hmm. I really honestly think that he scarred me because I gave him so much of me that now that I build myself back up, I'm scared to give my all to someone Mm -hmm. in that manner again because I don't, I just feel like I'm of that age where I don't have I just build myself back up. I don't have it to lose myself again to try to build myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want these revolving cycles. And I know that might be hurting myself and I might be hurting myself because I'm not open. And one of my homegirls told me the other day, like, you need to be more open. You're not open. And it's like, okay, so if I be more open, what am I getting out of being open? Like, okay, possibly, I might possibly meet a fuckboy by being open. <laughs> But yeah. then I possibly might meet the man of my dreams. I don't mm-hmm. know. And so then I, like, me and my best friend was having a conversation. I was just like, it would take, uh, it would take a lot for someone to actually win me over. Because right now, I am stuck in that way where I don't, I don't look at relationships the same. And like I said, because of the fact that I felt like I lost a lot of myself with one person, I don't want to ever feel like that again. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm losing myself with the person. And that's scared. That is one of the biggest things that scares me. So the guy that I was dealing with, it scared me because of the fact that I started feeling like, oh, hell no, I'm going down this road again. And I didn't like it. And I didn't like the fact that, you know, it just, it just seemed all too much for me. And I guess I'm now at a point where I can admit it, where I can say, no, I'm terrified. And I shouldn't be. And I always, but it also is one of those things where I say I'm terrified, but I also know what I want. And I know what I need. And I know what I'll tolerate. So it's like one of those things where I'm just, I guess it's like a mixed emotion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, one of the things that I can say is, me being single, I'm not lonely. Right. And I'd rather be single than to give everything to somebody and they just take it and leave. So if y'all out there and you're listening, you might be the perfect (laughs) man. Once again, I never say what I want in a man because I don't want any of my followers pretending to be there and try to talk to me. (laughs) Right. No, <laughs> but if you think you might be the perfect fit, holler at me on social media. It's like, no, I'm playing. I don't, <laughs> I don't answer to you. <laughs> you got to catch me in public. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
No, but I think it's cute. I think love is cute. I will say that. I love love. I love the idea of love. That show, have you seen that show? I think I asked you this. Have you seen the show um, Love Is? Yes. Oh, my God. And I'm so sad it's canceled. I, you know what? Because these goddamn men, if he would have kept his dick in his pants and... I was so mad because every it never fails. Every time I get hooked on a show, it gets canceled. I'm just like, I'm going to stop watching TV because... No, seriously. <laughs> no, seriously, because it's like, I love that show. And that show right there, it was it was like one of those things where they showed you the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty. Like, they showed it all, you know, even from the point when he walked out and he was mad at the end because he didn't know she still had that ring. But, it, you know, but then look at the show is being canceled now. All because of a scandal that a man did. <laughs> right. And it's like, you couldn't have did this. Like, why? Why? Why does it come out now? That right. Why this couldn't come out years before this show? <laughs> it's, it's crazy, though. It's crazy, like I said, the way life takes on souls. But no, I'm just, girl, I'm just. I was so upset. And then I was like, because I was. The way it went off, I went on to their Instagram. I went off. I was on Twitter. I was like, I know damn well they they not just give me an hour. Like season finale supposed to be two hours. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I don't watch no goddamn Green Leaf. But <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't even watch that show. I can't get into that one. <laughs> I was like, who the hell watches Green Leaf? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I can't. I couldn't get into that show. Sorry, but <laughs> that I, is not it. <laughs> I would like I would be tuned in every week like ooh love is coming on okay I don't know I just I was like I don't know because it's based on the 90s and you know I love the 90s so I'm like oh yeah I think that's what it was and I just think it was so cute yes how he how he went about everything mhm like you know and but that also showed me how woman we will we'll let a man come in and literally like tell us oh i don't want to celebrate valentine's day or i don't want to celebrate this mm-hmm. and we go with it oh my god i thought about that too i was like i was like nuri you better tell him that you want you want some flowers okay mm-hmm. for real and then when she went through his book i said oh my god nuri they say you go looking for stuff you find it why yeah, he was giving me a heart attack, and then, mm-hmm. then when she proposed to him in that truck, I was like, Murray, I was with you all up into this proposal." Okay, no, for real. <laughs> and then his ghetto ass baby mama. Oh, God. <laughs> oh gosh, I just could not. I was like, "What? Are you kidding me?" Oh my God. But you know, another show that I started watching, and I hope doesn't get canceled and gets renewed for a second season. I started watching Ready to Love with Nephew Tommy. I've never seen it, so I got to check it out. It's like, okay, so you remember the VH1 days, and they had the little dating shows and all mm-hmm. But Minus the Ratchetness, it's really a good show. And on this show, they let the men, like, okay, the, in the beginning, the women were picking the men, and mm-hmm. then they they, ta- they flipped the tables, and they let the men keep the women. So they all had to, like, start getting, like, connections with these women and it's like a beautiful thing like after like nephew tommy gives insight you hear the men you know telling nephew tommy like what they like and i was like oh okay you know one man was like well the girl you know she just do too much a little bit like if i don't text her back you know if i'm at work my work schedule does this she just be oh no good night (laughs) so you know, I'm listening, and I'm like, dang, you know, some men probably do feel like that's, like, overbearing a little bit, so. Yeah. I had a conversation with a gentleman the other day, um, me, my homegirl, and this gentleman. Um, Actually, you guys, in another podcast, I'm definitely going to give y'all his information, but for some strange reason, it's so dope to me. Y'all might think that it's dope. Um, They are the Black Cowboys. <laughs> it's fucking remarkable i never see black guys into riding horses and things of that nature so the fact that these they have a whole stable and 
it, it's like dope. I'm gonna try to get him on an episode of the podcast. Um mm-hmm. So he can tell you why this is so important to him. When he explained it to me, I was like, oh my God, that's so dope. But we had a conversation about relationship and he does not believe in relationships, he said. And his reasoning he don't believe in relationships is because he said things start out good in the beginning and then you get crazy. He said the woman gets crazy. (laughs) And I can't agree with that because I'm well at this point in age in my life, I'm not getting crazy for y'all niggas. I'm sorry. You won't think I got the most nonchalant ass attitude because <laughs> oh, you did what? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> nah, but he said that the woman gets crazy. He said that everything will be going good. The next thing you know, we're asking, well, where were you? Why didn't you answer the phone for us? And why this and why that? Okay. So I can fill them. Okay, cool. Those are questions that women tend to ask. Because me personally, if I'm dealing with somebody, why is it hard? If you're feeling me and I'm feeling you, even if you're so busy and we can't hold a full conversation, why can't you just send me a text saying, oh, I'm thinking about you? All right. You know, I just like... You know, I mean, I don't know. Am I tripping? Like, honestly, you don't have to talk to me all damn day. Because honestly, I don't want to talk to you all goddamn day for real. Right. <laughs> but you don't want to, you don't think that you should talk to your spouse at least once a day and just be like, hey, I'm thinking of you, but I'm busy, yeah. you know. I'll holler at you when I'm finished. Right. And that, that's so interesting that you stated that because the guy I'm talking to, he does that. I've never had somebody do that, but he does that. Like, it caught me off guard. <laughs> it caught me off guard because being with my ex, I didn't get that. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like I think and also we lived together, so it was different. But even before we lived together, I didn't get that. So yeah. it caught me off guard. It was like, Hey, you good, just checking on you. And I'm just like, Whoa, okay. <laughs> okay, like, did you mean to send that to me? Cause that's what's going on in my head, like did you mean to say that to me or one of your homies like (laughs) (laughs) so you know and and then you know I just started doing it as vice versa you know I don't I don't believe in just you know having one person having it be one-sided all the time so I feel like you're giving me consistency if you're giving me thoughtfulness if you're giving me loyalty if you're giving me communication and honesty I can I can give that to you back but it got to be on a consistent basis. Consistency is the number one thing to me. Because if you're consistent, you communicate. If, you can, if you're consistent, you're thoughtful, I feel like. So yeah. I feel like if you do that and you're, then you're good in my book. So yeah. I feel like that, that, that was like, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, seriously. That's like, I'm just like, that's like small. So then he goes on to say, how he will want to like how okay basically like oh maybe and so like we were talking because my homegirl one of her friends her parents were married but they lived in separate houses Mm -hmm. but that worked for them right and that was kind of interesting because I don't know if I can live in a separate house. I think our house had to be real fucking big and you can have your little man cave. I can have my woman cave. I don't know about a whole separate house. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that would be weird for me. And, you know, cause some, some spouses don't even sleep in the same room. I don't know. That, that is a little weird to me. Cause I don't know. Like why the hell you can't sleep in a room with me? Mm-hmm. It's not insecurity, but I want you to be up under me. I don't want to go to the next room and find you. Okay. And, in here right fall asleep I, with the children or something you know exactly bring them a book and y'all both fell asleep or something but you right. in here sir uh-uh. no and that's and seriously and i was just like yeah i was like no that's true i was like now i feel as though you shouldn't i feel like only time that should be occurring is if you got an attitude and you mad and whatever we arguing or something and you like okay i just need my space and tonight i'm gonna sleep in my man cave then cool i'll let that be because at least you're not out running the street hello you want you on the game i got you you need to go play your xbox okay cool right 
whatever, but you in this house. <laughs> exactly. So I can agree on those levels. And then he said something. So I don't know how you feel about this. And I was just telling my homegirl this. And I was like, you know, I honestly think that in my next relationship, I don't want stipulations. In my last relationship, I was a child. And I was one of them girls who was very possessive over my man. And I used to be like, like, no, why you feel like you got to be all in the pictures with these bitches? And why you got to do this, that, and the third? And honestly, now that I'm older, I'm like, why did I do that to him? He was still young. And... <laughs> And I shouldn't have because I that he, the, we need to be friends with the opposite sex. Like I had friends that I won't cut off because I've been friends with them for so long that they never try to sleep with me or anything like that. And I do believe that men and women can be friends without sexual behaviors. Right. You know, so when he said that, like he basically was saying like, you know, like if he wanted to go out and be chilling, having dinner with two girls and like maybe his baby mama might see him or some like his baby mama friend and go back telling her this and the third you know that goes into people starting to be in a relationship me personally i feel like okay if you're out with i mean i don't know i feel like this mm -hmm. homegirls and you like oh i'm about to go chill with we all going out me shantae and amanda or whatever the case is mm -hmm. I feel like that should be okay as long as you're telling me like, oh, I'm, you know what I'm saying, keeping me. Yeah, long as you go out in my home and see you just with these two random bitches. I am gonna have an issue. But no, because I was telling my home, I was like, no, I want to be able to have male friends. I want to be like, oh yeah, me and Johnny are going to dinner. We're about to go discuss some shit, or we're hanging out. We're going to top golf or something. And that should be okay. Like, I don't want to just be around you because I feel like that's when you start losing yourself in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to lose, like, you know, people lose themselves when you just want to be up under that person and you clinging to that person. Yeah. Me and my ex, we literally, we met one day and <laughs> the next day we linked up and we never was, a, we never was apart. Hello? Can you hear me? Huh? You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I knew it was about to happen. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no, but it's just like, you know, I think that, that that should be open. Like, you shouldn't tell your spouse, like, no, you can't have friends. You know what I mean? And want to be all up under them. Like, how are you going to keep something spicy and they see you all 24 7? So what are some of the ways that you feel like you can keep a relationship open and spicy at the same time? Um, I mean, I do feel like trust. You have to have trust if you want. That's only, I feel like that's one way. You got to have trust if you want to keep it spicy. Mm -hmm. Trust somebody. You don't, you don't trust and fight and keep it spicy. Because trust me, like, you want to let, you know, you let the other person know what you Maybe I want to bring in, you know, some new nice stuff or something. You know, so you gotta trust me. That's right. how I feel. But I feel like you gotta allow the other person to um to to be themselves. They are individuals as well as your mate. So I get some women be like, well, when you see him, that's me. We get that boo boo, but he's also an individual. <laughs> No, thank you. Because that's a point that the young man made. He said, we're all individual people. What if you don't like skiing, but my homegirl likes skiing, so I can't go skiing because you don't want to go skiing? And I feel and I feel that 100% because the guy that I was dealing with, I was like, oh, I want to go to this concert. Oh, I don't do concerts. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go with somebody else. Like, <laughs> But he's not the type of person who can perceive that and say, okay, yeah, go with somebody else. He thinks, oh, oh, that's what you're trying to do now. But it's like, you don't want to do it. But I have friends that are males that will want to do it. Right. As long, I feel like as long as we, as long as you know that what, that's what I meant by like our bond has to speak for itself. Because if our bond speaks for itself, then nobody is going to want to come in between that. Mm -hmm. So you have to trust me and the person I'm going with and our bond. So I personally don't have friends of the opposite sex. But if I did, I would want the respect because you have to trust me, especially male friends I've met before you. Like, yeah, I can't, 
I can't be like, oh, well, um, I can't go. No, because if it was you and your homegirl from third grade and she'd be like, oh, can we go? Hey, Fahim, can we go to, uh, you know, our, our high school graduation, you know, class reunion or whatever. I ain't trying to go there because I ain't go to that class. I ain't go to that mm-hmm. high school. So you going to want to go with her. Like, I, I realized, and I was that type of girl in my, in my, my old past relationship because of the, because of the, um, I guess because of everything that has happened, because I, at one point I did trust him so much, you know, I was not that type of person. So, like, if he's like, okay, I'm going out with this person, as long as you communicated who that was, and I was fine. But as stuff started not to add up, I was like, uh, pump the brakes, homie. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I say you got to trust him, and you got, and to be trustworthy, you have to communicate with me. You can't like, oh, but I'm about to go out with uh, such and such. Mm-hmm. And then shorty from around the block that you've been eyeballing coming up, because then I'm going to have to question you. So you really just want to get out of the house so you can meet shorty. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I would rather you be like, oh, yeah, my homegirl invited me to her birthday party or my home. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I just think that you got to keep it open. And you got to keep it spicy. And you can't be up under somebody's 24-7. One of my sisters and her nigga, literally, girl, I would go fucking nuts. They talk all day. Right. They're on the phone with each other, even if they're not saying anything. Uh, And I'm like, how is this possible? I would be annoyed because even though I'm a loner, for one, and at times, especially around the holidays, some my moods can, they can swing. So yeah, I, I can't feel like I'm suffocated, or I can't feel like I'm suffocating you because that that's a little bit too much, you know. I don't I don't need to be no I don't need to be on the phone while you chewing and eating breakfast. I don't need that. Exactly. Like, but you don't then you don't have no conversation because I feel like if I'm on the phone with you all day, I can't even ask you what you did at work today because I was on the phone with you all day. So mm-hmm. I can't say, oh baby, how was work? Oh well you was on the phone with me, so you know how work was. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wanna have some conversation when you get home. Like, can can we spark up a conversation? Like, baby, what you do today? How was work? Mm-hmm. I can't ask you that if I've been on the phone with you all day exactly so it's like what are we talking about now like right we're damn. i feel like that's that's like elementary school stuff to me honestly but yeah, some people no, I, think so. I don't want to talk to you all day like because <laughs> then that I, made me feel like you ain't got no life <laughs> exactly or you ain't busy enough for me i need you to be busy busy like <laughs> i need you to be like have be about some business be yeah be like still have some individuality about yourself. I don't care if you got to be on the best on on the on the Xbox. That's you, okay? That's fine. But at least you work as long as you working, that's fine. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Like, do you? That's who you are. All I'm asking for is some affection. If I'm over there, if I'm right. over there, then you know, be multitask, be on a game, and rub my feet at the same time. I don't know something. Rub my feet. <laughs> She said multitask. You <laughs> in the game and run my feet at the same time. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Oh my gosh, that cracked me up. Oh my gosh, no, but that's true. I just, you know, I feel like, yeah, you need to be able to have breaks, and I think a lot of people, which some are learning and some aren't, like you have to have that alone time because you start. Feeling crazy. I mean, I know for me, I'll get, I'll start feeling suffocated. Like, I'll be like, oh my God, I'll get depressed. Like, and I know people be like, that's how you depressing. Like, no, I don't like that. Like, I don't need you all on my fucking back. I don't need you to keep questioning me. And not even about being sneaky, because I'm very open Mm -hmm. um, about shit. Like, when I'm dealing with people, I'm very open. I'm never one of the people that's like, oh, you know, oh, I'm going out my homegirl, but I'm really not, like, I'm really like, oh, yeah, so-and-so hit my line today, like, or this right. happened and that happened. I'm very open. So right. it's like, 
one of those things where you should just like goes back to what you said it should be a lot of trust Mm-hmm. And we got to also understand that we are our own person. Everybody is an individual person. You're not going to like the same things your dude like, and you don't have to be forced to right. indulge in those activities, to be honest. Now, it's okay to try once, maybe twice. But if that's something that you genuinely like, oh, I, don't, I really don't like football. I don't understand it. I don't want to be there. You don't have to. Just to right. say that you're there with your nigga, because when you see him, you see me, no. Right. Like, that that's how I am but I also feel like in that type of relationship to me it might not even be like that but to me if you are constantly on the phone or texting your man your significant other it's like you don't have no control of your own decisions at that point because all you do is talk to him and then it's like oh I gotta I gotta text him and see if he wants to do this or I gotta text him like my, my next move you ain't gotta do that because then it seems like you don't lost who you are you know, because you're so up under each other. It's like y'all eat, sleep, and breathe each other. Like, no. Because at the end of the day, baby, I want to be able to get up and go. Like, yeah. I want I don't, I don't need you. I don't need you here with me all day. It's nice if we on a date, yes. But mm-hmm. when I'm out, I don't need you there all the time. It's nice to be seen with your man. Oh, they so cute. But every day it's like, okay, y'all. And especially if I'm if I'm having an all girls thing and I hate, oh, can I invite Karan? No. Why? Yeah. No, for real. <laughs> no, for real. That's, yeah. I'm, that's I'm like that that's what leads on to that. And then because y'all talk so much, so that's like if one day you be like, I just want some me time. He be like, what what that mean? Because you done and you done made this bond to uh-huh. a and now they think like that's normal. And they like, well, me time, me time is us time, nigga. You <laughs> yeah, that's too much. That's way too clingy. It's like it's a time and place for everything. And I just love them couples, them older couples that can honestly be like, no, we didn't spend our every moment together. No, we lasted because, and every time I see an older couple, I always ask them, how did y'all stay married for 50 plus years? Right. Even 25 plus, you know what I mean? Like, how did y'all stay married for so long? You know, because every relationship has trials, tribulations, and nobody is perfect. So when we see these couples, we automatically think, oh, that man didn't cheat on her. That man ain't do nothing. She ain't do nothing. Like, you know what I mean? But that don't even sometimes be the case, you know? It be them, it just be the situ- uh, the situations where they do have a bond. They went through what they went through. They realized certain things, and they knew that they didn't want to be without each other. And it's like, it's so weird because it's like, do does that still exist in the millennials and that is like the real does it still exist with the millennials and i don't i don't i hope so i have a i have one of my best friends she's getting married um in 2019 she has she's having a destination wedding and i wish her nothing but happiness and a healthy marriage because I know that with today's society, with social media, this, that, and third, everything is a temptation. Yeah. So, but yes, but this has been such a good podcast, and I don't want to hold you up. <laughs> Trust me, I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> but I'm so happy that you were able to join Love Talk and Slow Jams with your girl Amorsa Nai. Y'all have to give her a round of fucking applause <laughs> at home in your leisure time. You know, to just show her, go and follow her on social media. I'm gonna have her write her social media. Um, will say her social medias again for you guys. Um, and everything like that, just so you guys can follow her. She's very dope. Um, I know y'all can tell from the conversation. <laughs> He's wonderful. And just show her some love. Um, y'all know where y'all can find me on Instagram, underscore Morrisonai, underscore. Y'all can find me on Snapchat. Man, what's my Snapchat? Amorisonai, <laughs> Amorisonai, the number one. And... <laughs> 
I'm on some other things and y'all know what I'm on. Y'all can follow me. Y'all find me any other damn way. <laughs> but go ahead, leave them DMs, leave them messages, and yeah, show her some love. And as soon as she finished, we will be Zoom. We're getting off of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so y'all can follow me on Instagram at Vibes and Slow Jams and A and B spelled out Slow Jams on Instagram. Um Twitter is VSJ the podcast on Twitter. Um, don't have a Snapchat for it. Don't think I'm gonna make one. Oh, oh, and I do have a Facebook group uh on Vibes and Slow Jams. So if you wanna just, you know, show some love, some support, also, you know, say hey, a Morrisonized podcast brought me here. I would gladly shout that out. Um, <laughs> but to my lovely hosts, thank you so much for having me. Um, no, of course, of course. Um, we will. This is not the first, and it's not the last. Um, we'll definitely be doing some more. I have something special that I got. I want to plan um with her and a couple <laughs> of other young ladies just to get down to the nitty gritty. Because every time we talk, it be kind of serious, but we still add in relationships and stuff. But I wanna I wanna do one where it's like strictly just some real live like oh sex talk this and that. Ooh. So we will Ooh. that will be in the making for 2019. Yes. So but thank you so much and you already know I'll be in your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well thank you for being such a great host. You know, always, always look forward to your podcast. When I get that alert, I'm like, oh, hold on, headphones, where you at? <laughs> So I want to just thank you. Thank you for being an inspiration for my podcast. You know, um, I really enjoy your energy. It's been nothing but love. I really, really appreciate you. And like I said in the beginning, I wish you nothing but the best. You are awesome, babe. And all of your, like everything you do, you do it with grace. And I really applaud you for that. Thank so. you. <laughs> oh, welcome. Um, yes, like I said, she was the inspiration of my podcast. Uh, as you can see, our names kind of match. <laughs> <laughs> We're podcast twins. We're podcast <laughs> twins. We yeah. resonate on some of the, a lot of this. We we really it's crazy. We have so much in common. It's scary. Um, <laughs> because, like I said, we didn't even know we were from the same area. No. Time. <laughs> so with that being said it just goes to show you know you have more in common with people than you actually think just give people a chance give people a try give people open up to people let people in um not saying you got to tell them all your business but at the end of the day people are going through things just like you and don't let the social media fool you because we all got issues hello yes but it has been such a pleasure um the season will be up the new season will be up soon. Um, I have listed a vibe. Y'all can tell me some some vibes that y'all want me to talk about. I'm going to let my lovely host go. And it's been nothing short but a pleasure. And I can't wait for the next one. Thank you. Talk to you soon, babe. <laughs> All right.